Welcome to another episode of a special podcast we like to call From the Archives. These are hand-picked sermons and sermon series preached in our church over the years by some of the pastors, elders and special guests we've had the privilege of listening to. We hope and we pray that as we listen to these classic messages, we'll be challenged in our walk with Jesus and encouraged to trust in him more and more. That being said, let's dive into the episode. Hey guys, and welcome to the third in our four-part series of Christmassy from the Archive Messages. Uh, this message is from yours truly, Pastor Sammy Davis, and it's one I preached in a special service we had featuring some of the work of local boy David Woolridge. David Woolridge, you might know, is the spoken word master. He makes videos every single year to help people think through the Christmas story. And uh, the start of this message comes right off the back of one of his videos uh, called Joseph, looking at how Joseph responds to the news that his fiancée is pregnant. So if you're wondering where I'm going right at the start, context is people have been watching that. Anyway, I hope this, I re-listened to this this week and uh, really challenged me on how I respond to the Christmas message. I hope it challenges you, um, how you respond to the good news that Mary was pregnant. Anyway, I should shut up and hand you over to me, and I hope that you enjoy. To begin with, he thinks it's bad news, doesn't he? Um, Dyes used a lot of artistic license there, but actually, I can't imagine Joseph's real reaction was that much different. Uh, the woman that you've uh, asked to marry you, who's promised yes to marry you, turns up one day and you realise that she's pregnant. For Joseph, that would have seemed like bad news, terrible news. No matter how she tried to explain the situation, no matter how she tried to explain what had happened, what was going on, it was terrible news. And we saw Di playing the part of Joseph being rightly outraged, rightly upset, rightly coming to the conclusion that the only thing he could do was to divorce her, was to to break off the marriage. But the story carries on. And it's not just bad news that Joseph gets, his, his fiancée is pregnant, but it's good news too. Uh, he, he has this vision of an angel who says, Joseph, everything that she's told you is actually true. That she hasn't cheated on you, but that through the Holy Spirit, through God's will, through God's plan, she's going to give birth to a son, a special son. Now all of a sudden the bad news, which Joseph reacts badly to, becomes good news. And his reaction changes. He doesn't seek to go through with the divorce anymore. Actually, he decides to, to marry this woman who has a child, to adopt the child as his own, own, and to embrace him, and to love him. How does Joseph react? Well, when it's bad news, he reacts badly. But when it's good news, you, you could say even at the end there, he, he reacts with thanksgiving and praise and worship because he realizes exactly what's going on well well done die for that video that's joseph's reaction to getting bad news which turned out to be good news i'm going to read to you a, a little passage from the book of luke which speaks about mary receiving the same news and we get a sneak peek at how she reacts to that news at that time mary got ready and hurried into town um I beg your pardon, I've started halfway through. 
In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at this and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, and he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Um, That's the news that she got. Further down we see uh, she's visiting um, Elizabeth in a faraway place, and this is how Mary eventually responds to the news. It's titled Mary's Song. My soul glorifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my saviour. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. And now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones. But he has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and to his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. See, Mary got very similar news that could be classified as bad news or good news too. She was told by the angel, Mary even though you're a virgin, even though you're not married yet, you're going to have a kid. Can you imagine being in that situation or, or knowing someone who was in that situation and the thoughts that would be running through their minds? Um, probably the, the um, worry and uh, just, the, just the heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching fear of what other people were going to think, of what Joseph was going to think. You know, to begin with, for Mary, this, this sounded probably like bad news, terrible news. And she was frightened. She was scared about what was being told to her. But actually, it wasn't bad news that was being proclaimed to her. Um, if we look especially at some of the things that the angel tells her about uh, the baby she's been blessed with, she says, the angel says this, you're to give him the name Jesus. Jesus meaning God saves. Mary was a clued-up girl. You can tell that from some of the things that she says later on. Uh, She wasn't just being told scary news. She wasn't just being told all right news. She was being told great news. And the news was more than she was going to give birth to a baby. The news was who this baby was going to be. The son of the Most High. Sitting on the throne of David. The one whose kingdom will reign forever and ever. How does she respond? How does she respond? She sings a song. She gives thanks to God. She worships God. She hears the good news and she responds with thanksgiving and praise and worship. First of all, she thanks God for what he's done for her. The blessing it is for her to be the mother of this child. But then she just turns into all out praise and worship for for all the good that God does. The way that he looks after the poor. The way that he lifts up the humble. The ways that he is merciful. 
she reacts a bit like Joseph uh, in an appropriate way to the news. She understands what the angel is telling her, that this baby being born is special. And she sings about it. She gives grace and glory to God for it. You know, when I was thinking about speaking this morning and having so a cappella with us, um, the sound of whales, and if you had a lot of the things that they say about capturing that, that essence of being Welsh, I thought, well, what actually are they going on about? Well, capturing the essence of being Welsh. And I think it's summed up in two phrases. One, when people refer to Wales, they often refer to Wales as the land of revival. That is, there are numerous occasions in our nation's history where the good news of Jesus, where the gospel, where Christianity, where the Christmas message has really taken hold of us as a country. And people have been changed. People have been transformed. But there's a second description that's used as well. Not just the land of revival, the land of song. People call Wales the land of song. And I think this is what the girls are getting at. Uh, The two are linked. That actually, as a country, we are the land of song. We have such singing in our blood because we also have this spiritual inheritance. Right through our nation's history, people have heard the good news about Jesus and they've responded in the right way. They've not been able to keep it in. They've, They've sung about it. The two are intimately linked. So my question is, what's your reaction at Christmas time when we hear a lot about Jesus, when we hear a lot about the baby being born? Let me read to you another part of scriptures, the beginning of Mark's gospel. It says this, the beginning of the good news about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Do you think Christmas is good news? Do you think the... The, the, the news that Joseph had was good news. Do you think the description of the baby being born that the angel gave to Mary is good news? My guess is you don't think it's bad news. But I think there's a possibility that actually we just think of it as nice news. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice story. That'll look good on the front of a card. That'll look good with a kind of a tiny bulb behind it on my windowsill being projected out and making the house feel lovely and warm. It's nice news. It's not good news. It's not great news. It's not the sort of thing that makes us want to sing. It's not the sort of thing that makes us want to dance and shout from the rooftops. It's nice news. It's not great news. It's not good news. But here's the thing. When Mary heard it, she thought it was great news. When Joseph heard it, he thought it was great news. When our forefathers heard it as a nation. We thought it was great news. When Mark, the gospel author, starts writing the story of Jesus' birth and life and death and resurrection, this is how he chooses to start. The beginning of the good news. The beginning of the great news about Jesus Christ. What's your reaction? I'm going I'm to put this out there. If you don't want to sing about it, then you've probably not understood it. You've probably not understood it. If you think of Christianity and your soul deflates, you think, oh, no rules and and regulations and and, and, and dour things and, and, and heavy things, you've misunderstood. Because what you're thinking about isn't good news, is it? If when someone speaks the words Jesus Christ to you, you, you aren't instantly filled with that warmth. 
then you've misunderstood. You've not understood the good news. You're like Joseph in the first part of it. You've only heard half the story. I think when we realize that Christmas is good news, is great news, our reaction can only be like that of Joseph or Mary or of our forefathers and wanting to respond and to sing about it. Let me just take two seconds then to give you Christmas in a nutshell. Christmas. Is it such great news? Is it more than just nice news? Well, it's it's God plus flesh. It's the one who created everything, who is above and beyond, outside of time, bigger than space, in a manger, contracted down, not even just to humanity and to flesh, but that vulnerable state, which is being a baby. Jesus has many names. One means God saves. The other means God with us. I mean, whether it's good news or bad news or nice news, there's no denying that the Christmas story is big news. The author and creator of everything that we see and breathe in it. Vulnerable, helpless for us. It's not just good news, it's great news. That God created us and came and was born amongst us to recreate us. It's great news. How do you respond to that? Now, I know that some of you will be thinking, well, I agree with you, it is great news, but I don't necessarily want to sing about it because I'm not really a singy-songy kind of person. And I get that. I get that. And I'll tell you why I get that. A small film called Happy Feet. Happy Feet, if you've ever seen it, it's a wonderful Christmas movie. If you haven't, watch it now. It's Christmassy in the sense that it's penguins and there's snow. That's it. Um, But all these penguins, they love to sing, apart from Mumbo, who really, when he gets excited, he dances. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Our forefathers sang about it. Mary sang about it. Most of the penguins in Happy Feet sing about it. But what I'm asking is, what happens in your heart? It can come out in dancing. It can come out in just gratefulness and thanksgiving. It can come out in a smile on your face or or a whistle while you work. It can come out in so many ways. But what's happening in your heart? When you hear the Christmas story, when you hear what's described as good news, how do you respond? How do you respond? Do you just shrug your shoulders and think, well, there's nice. Or just song. Not necessarily from your lips, but in your heart well up. I mean, that's the response. That's that's the test to see whether we've understood what we've been told or not. And my promise is, if you if you look into the Christmas message, if you look into the Christian faith, if you explore Jesus Christ, you won't just leave thinking bad news. You won't even leave thinking nice news. But you'll leave thinking great news wonderful news if you've got a good voice then we'd love to hear you singing about it if you've got a terrible voice stick to dancing (laughs) but you know what how we respond tells us it tells us so much doesn't it it tells us so much don't your response just be going along with christmas investigate have a look find out The second half of the story, if you like, find out fully, like Joseph did, like Mary did, like our ancestors did in Wales, and respond fully.
Well, that's it for another episode of our From the Archives podcast. We hope that you found it challenging and encouraging. And as always, we'd like to offer you a few quick next steps that you can take right now. If there's anything that you'd like to discuss or any questions that have been raised, please do contact us via email to contact at amfordchurch.com. If you want to know more about what's going on in the life of the church, make sure that you like us on Facebook. And lastly, why not check us out on YouTube, where you'll find additional teaching to complement our regular sermon podcast and our From the Archives podcast. Thanks for listening.